Your inner geek wants to come out and play. But where to go? Join Vernon Wells, the ultimate club where you and your fellow geeks can hang out, play games, and just nerd out 24-7. Whether you love RPGs, video games, or are just a major fan of sci-fi and geek culture, Vernon Wells has something for everyone. Let your geek flag fly at Vernon Wells. Sign up today and see for yourself. VNW.club. That's VNW.club. Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend Enfuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hi. This show's namesake BJ Shea is on assignment. He's probably playing board games, everybody. Eh. But we still got Joey D's over there on the board. Hello. On today's show, we will talk television with Legion and more. 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 I will probably get to some random odds and ends because there's all sorts of news stuff going on. Usually there is in the geek world. And of course, the geek sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, how can people get a hold of us? Get a hold of us at bjgeeknation.com. It's going to have our blogs, podcasts, and more. More. Or just BJ Geek Nation, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Radio.com, and iTunes. Yeah, and if you do uh, follow us on the old iTunes and subscribe there, give us a five-star rating and say that I, I look wonderful and BJ is an old curmudgeon. Uh-huh. Rev has a cool good. beard. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, put that right on there. Yeah, that, that works for our podcast. <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> Let's get into some television talk. Uh, Joe, I know that you've been watching Legion. Yeah. And, are you uh, up to date? No. <laughs> Where are you at? I finished the first episode. Congratulations. Woo! What do you think so far? Well, David got killed a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had mentioned that before. So. <laughs> uh, 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 Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So here's what I don't understand. Okay. David blows up the world. Yeah. Or he's going to blow up the world. He did blow up the world. I don't know. All we know is that time travel exists, but apparently David, the most powerful mutant, can't do it. Because this whole episode he spends trying to find a time traveler. Mm -hmm. I like the way they're approaching how they show time travel in which she she opens a door, goes through the door, goes into kind of like a little loading screen, this character. It's like like a hallway. And then she gets to pick the amount of time she goes back. Mm. And they kind of allude to this dark, demoness kind of monster that will do something bad if she goes too far back. Yeah, okay. Spoiler alert, I've seen all of them and something like that may or may not happen. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to tell you I don't I don't I don't get it. Well, uh, I didn't get the first two episodes. The third episode is what BJ mentioned uh, last time. Uh-huh. You get a little bit more of his family history, his real family history. Yeah, um, yeah. And things start to make sense on what, why he wants a time traveler. It's like, I think it's stupid. <laughs> it's a really stupid idea for being so smart and like a all powerful god. You are an idiot. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sold on it because there's this two thousand year old character he's fighting who apparently has motivation to want to stop. It, it doesn't make any sense. There's all these gods that are coming and fighting each other because they're the most powerful mutants, but you don't care about any of them oh. because there's no end goal. There's no happy scenario or bad scenario that you see. It's kind of just like all the characters are going to fight this war for the whole season and then nothing's going to really happen. I wasn't, a, I didn't really care after the second episode. I was like, okay. And then I binge watched the last two uh, because they do feel long. I do say binge watch even though it was two episodes because they do feel long. <laughs> oh. Um, but not necessarily a bad way. It's just because there's so much production and so much visual stimuli that it's just okay. so much to take in. Um, but after the end of the last episode, I was like, okay, 
I'm tracking a little better. It does get a little better. I had that same problem, Joe. Yeah, I just, I, it's been the whole series, and it hasn't been bad. And the whole no. series has been, I don't want to say weird, but it's the first thing that comes to mind. It's Alice in Wonderland. There's so many references. You do get your nerd fill in. Like, you do see mm-hmm. some of these characters that you're like, okay. A couple of Easter eggs here and yeah. there sort of thing. Yeah. It is, I love that it's different. Like, I love that. Although it is sometimes hard to follow. <laughs> it struggles to find its identity. That's what I really feel like that is the problem with this show is that you get what it's trying to do, but it never really does it in a way it's where you feel like you get a payoff. So it's, it's not quite it's satisfying. It's trying yeah. super hard. Like, for example, the weird robot chicks with the mustaches. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there are a bunch of really cool storylines that are going on solely based off of like, can you pay attention enough to catch what's going on? Let me tell you, it's 2019. Nobody can pay attention. <laughs> and it's well, it's a really trippy show. So I had to rewind a lot. Yeah. So half the time you're like, I get that this is a tw- like. There's literally a 20 minute like trippy space slash time scene where you get yeah. introduced to a new character and I'm like this is season four of a cliffhanger from last season I want you to just resolve <laughs> what's going on I don't need I, yeah, Red, she walks I, through I, a clear <laughs> tube for like an hour yeah, <laughs> I guess my favorite thing it's like there's you have storylines you have not wrapped up and now you're just wandering this way yeah. no there's stuff over here it very much feels like everyone probably at the beginning of every writing session it's like okay, let's do at least a microdose yeah. LSD because we need we needed to get weird in here. And and I and honestly, I mean, it's shot awesome. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of cool stunning, colors yeah. and it's trippy. camera work. And it's violent. Yeah. And so it, it was fun to watch when they get into something that you remember. But like half the time, I'm like, did I miss something from season two? And then clearly not. <laughs> and it's like, oh, no, no, I did not. I do appreciate that they do the recap before the episode. Yeah, but do the recaps I, help? They, I mean, they do help. I mean, okay, okay. I'm just like, like, does it fix everything? No. Like, do, do, are you fully aware of what's going on? No, but it does help a little. But after the first couple of episodes, you're not feeling mad about watching mm-hmm. it. it like, things I was, are starting to kind of gel together. I was feeling kind of bad after watching the first two episodes. I was like, okay, maybe this, I'm not liking it as much. And that bummed me out. Yeah. And then I watched the second two. I'm like, okay, this I want to see more. The show reminds me a lot of Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. Now, I don't think you guys watched nope. it, but BJ and I did. And it's one of these ones that is it's very strange because there's so many random things that are happening and as you're going along you're like how do these make sense or how do these tie together or how will they tie together and so once you get towards the end you're starting yourself to piece out what's happening and you're learning as well as Dirk was learning and so when it gets down to that point, it, it makes sense at the end. And you're like, okay, now this is why this makes sense. And this is why this makes sense. And then you like, you feel fulfilled at the end. But for almost the entire season one and season two of that show, you were confused. I think the big problem with me is in the first two seasons, they did one universe and then a mental universe. Uh-huh. And it made sense because there was a big struggle between who he was in the mental universe and who he was in the insane asylum. Mm-hmm. And yes. so you're like, oh, this is cool. In season three, they introduced time travel into it and you really couldn't get a sense from what what was real anymore. It was yeah. like everything could literally be fake and not even from the timeline they're in. So it just kind of got like, uh, I can't care about any of this because every character has three versions of themselves now. Mm, and it's okay, kind of yeah, like, yeah, yeah, with yeah. the whole time travel thing, it reminded me, did you guys ever see the movie Arrival? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of that. It's like, okay, I know we're seeing things out of order here. 
and I'm hoping I'm going to get the payoff like I did in Arrival. Oh, yeah, exactly, because Arrival crushed it. Because you're just like, okay, this is what's going on, this is what's going on, and then you realize time travel was involved, and certain things didn't happen when they you thought they happened, and then it made perfect sense, they wrapped it up, and it was perfect, and that's, I'm hoping that we're going to get that. Time travel is super problem- problematic when you're getting into it. Uh, we saw it with Avengers, you see it with anything along those lines. You can scrutinize stuff now, and when you get into time travel, it's so easy to scrutinize time travel. And so it's just, like I said, problematic. It's going to get confusing, and now you're getting to three different characters of the same. And and they're doing the Virgin Mary thing, man. Uh, And it's just like, oh, dear Lord, are you going to have to have yourself (laughs) in the future have a child so that you can come back Um, in the past? Oh, it's the Terminator paradox. Okay, so I don't know if that's that's a thing necessarily because we haven't seen that, but there is some stuff that goes on with her. And like just in general, there's something that goes on and you're like, oh, whoa, that's a little like it doesn't follow that line. But I mean, it still could. Yeah, and you know, it's just, just yeah. I will say the one funny part <laughs> I'm about not to this, spoil it. Yeah. There's one funny part about this whole show, and that is that David essentially goes bad at the end of the last season, and this is the first episode, and I watched it, and I'm like, so they reintroduce David as this hippie who is just running a drug den. Cool. Yeah, I right? guess that's sure, what you do when you're pissed off as God. Well, <laughs> I mean, the whole idea is he's like Oh, I, everything needs to be happy. We need to be good. I'm a good person. Let me prove I'm a good person. I give all these people love, and they love me, so I must be a good person, even though I have done this horrible thing, and will probably do more horrible things. And I think that's a very interesting, like, he's kind of a man-child. This is how he's dealing with it. I will say, though, I, I think everyone at this point is a bad guy, because if they just <laughs> left David alone at this point, I think that the world wouldn't go to hell. But they're hunting him hard, and it's not good when you hunt the devil. Hot take. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll see what ends up happening, because I am very curious. Uh, Moving on from that, what other shows have you been watching, Vicky? I have not been watching any television, by the way, so I'm not going (laughs) to be any help on TV talk here. Uh, Well, I tried my hardest, because I did binge. I watched Jessica Jones a couple weeks back, and Mm -hmm. then I binged Stranger Things. I did, too. Congratulations. How do you feel about it, Joe? It's freaking awesome. Okay. What did you think of the end? When can we talk about the end? I I think we could. Okay. we'll, We'll talk about it right now. Real quick, spoiler, spoiler, yeah, spoiler, 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 spoiler. If you haven't watched it, just skip ahead maybe like three, four, five, twenty minutes. Okay. And if you're asking <laughs> to grab your tissues, my God. Yeah. See, and that was one of the things with this show. I hated, up until the last scene, essentially, I hated Hopper this entire- Even after he died. Yes, even after that. Quote, like, unquote, died. Like, they're, they're trying to like, like when him with Mike is like, oh, be careful, Mike. And I'm like, that one line isn't going to redeem the fact that you're a complete and total douche this entire season. Like, you are a panicky douche who, I mean, obviously, like, therapy isn't a big thing in the 80s. In the 80s so I get that you're not going to get that help to get some sort of resolution on all the stuff that happened you to you totally, in your past. You can totally see that he's channeling his Hellboy, his inner Hellboy in this. <laughs> well, if you guys remember from season one, he was just an alcoholic sheriff. So he really mm-hmm. was yeah. the definition of the 80s uh, you know, S show. Yeah, S show with too much power mm-hmm. in a small town. So I, I mean, I hate, I hated him in the sense that he shouldn't be doing what he's doing, but I loved him in the sense that he's really keeping true to his character. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's just one of the parts that just kind of got me mad. And I think even, I think, uh, what was her name? Evan Rachel Wood, we know her from Westworld. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like, ladies, he is not the kind of guy you fantasize over. Just the same as uh, whatever his name is, Christian Grey or whatever from... Oh, uh, from Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey. He's not the type of guy that you want to fantasize over because realistically, he's not a great guy. No, he's He's not. He's manipulative. He's jealous. He's got a temper. 
Um, do I love David Harbour? Yes, I do. <laughs> but the very ending, I was ugly crying. Yeah, oh, even God. I got all teary about it, too. Damn it. <laughs> Why? Right? I mean, it was just one of those things where it was like, okay, yeah, we get the letter. She's going to read the letter. And then he sat down and it was like more stuff. And I'm like, oh, you son of a bitch. Right. This is... I did get teary-eyed when Billy died uh, because he got to die a hero. Yeah, mm, yeah, but he's still a douche the he entire is, time. He's 18 years old. Yeah, an well, abused 18-year-old kid. Okay. Yeah, they tried to make him like they tried to give him a little redeeming factor on we knew, it. We knew he was a messed up person from last season because his yeah. dad was beating him. Yeah, I know. How is he not like Zac Billy. Efron though, guys? Really? <laughs> I, don't, I, I saw somebody Dirty else. Zac Efron. I saw someone else post that. They're like, oh, like the whole like, hey mom, let's get fast food. It's like, no, we have food at home, and it's like, hey mom, let's get Zac Efron. It's like, no, we have Zac Efron at home. And it was him. <laughs> I'm just like, I think I think he's just as sexy oh, no, or sexier. I, my friend, the running joke is that my friend watched the first two or three seasons before season three, and then watched the first couple of seasons and thought the whole time that he actually was Zac Efron, <laughs> and then he found out when he goes, dude, that's that's not Zac Efron on the screen, and he. Looked it up and he goes, What? Oh, what? Yeah, he was in the uh, rebooted Power Rangers, which, side note, he's come out saying that they're going to reboot it again. No, yeah, I heard they're going to reboot it again. And, and they're uh, not a part of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. thank God. I wouldn't be. Yeah, they're going to like redo it all over, new cast, new everything. Great story about that, real quick. I sat through that entire movie getting ready for the pump up theme song. You know, dun, 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 dun. they played two and a half seconds of the song and then uh, cut it. What you just did right there? Yeah, what? How, <laughs> that's the whole point of the movie. I want that nostalgia. I want to feel that. That sounds like the Kim uh, Possible one. Oh. Terrible. Which, which actually, she's getting a live action movie too. Uh, of course she is. Of course she is. But uh, I think if you just follow the trails, it, it's been very obvious at this point. If you are a newer character and your name starts with a B, you're going to die. You're going to die, no. Barb, Bob, Billy. Yeah. Also, keep in mind one of the things they said, pay attention to when they're playing Dungeons and Dragons because it kind of foreshadows what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously it's like, oh, we got zombies. Zambies. We, we got zombies. We got in zambies. a sense. Uh, so that's all I really wanted to point out. Uh, yeah. But I feel like eventually once BJ sees it too, we'll talk about it a little more. I know. It's he's going to cry. Well, but I bet good money he's going to cry. So, I mean, you guys are both a little too young for the whole never ending story thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether or not it hit you guys, but I swear to God, not even joking. I wish I could like say that this is a, an embellishment. Uh, I was singing along when they were singing the never ending story. Okay, uh, thank you. Because I had no idea. See, I watched never ending story when I was a kid. Kid, but I think I watched it in Spanish because I did really? not remember the song at all until someone uh, pointed uh, it out. Uh, 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 but the whole time I'm like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. I wanted to fast forward. I was like, hurry up, Justin. No, no, this is very important. Time is up the ass and screw your little girlfriend. <laughs> which I mean, no don't. one believed till the very end. And like, now they won't like live it, let him live it down. Yeah, which is great. They're singing it like Lucas and Max were singing it at the end, just giving him crap. And it's like, for the entire, this entire season, you're like, your girlfriend's not real, bro. And, yeah. and then she is, and it's like, okay, yeah, she's real. Ha ha, never ending story. And you're like, ah. Oh, Dang, poor I guy. can't win. Yeah, Dustin can't win. But can we just say the real pro- character that didn't get any fun times this whole movie was poor Steve? <laughs> poor Steve had to do the entire show in a Chips Ahoy or whatever. Sailor's oh, Ahoy. Scoops, scoops Ahoy? That was one of I was I was telling like talking with Vicky about this, and I was like, okay, you're doing all this stuff, you're running around, you're possibly going to be killed by Russians, and you're doing it in the stupidest sailor outfit ever. <laughs> ever. I do have to point out a couple other characters that uh, do need some love. Mm-hmm. Robin, as a new character, it was great. Killed it, and I love the fact that they didn't make her 
his love interest. And that was a fun part about that, too. There was a lot of these that didn't turn into, oh, we're going to, uh, you know. Fall in love. Yeah, fall in love or anything like that. We're just, we'll be bonded by this traumatic experience, but also in friendship. And that's it's one like, of those things that it's like. I feel like we overlook platonic love yeah. a lot. Uh, yeah, and I'm not going to disagree with yeah. that. And I think it's great that we're incorporating it more and more into movies and shows and stuff like that. Well, poor Steve got his ass kicked <laughs> and then his love interest turns out to be a lesbian, which is fine. I thought that was actually great, like yeah, you said. Yeah, it's a fun little twist on that. But like, he's going to wake up after all this is over and half the people in the town are dead. He's going to be like, man, I still work at Scoops Ahoy. This <laughs> no, 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 no. He doesn't, he doesn't work at Scoops Ahoy anymore. Remember oh, the mall closed to, down oh, he was right. working yeah, yeah, at the yeah. video store. Yeah. Which I feel like between his new wingman, wing gal, they're going to be scoring all the ladies. <laughs> Name your top three movies. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. And you're see go, he's like looking around. He's like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> he is such a lovable idiot. And he is. One of my is. favorite memes I saw out there, it's like literally this movie was saved, or this show was saved by... Batman, because he's got his bat, That's and Robin. A, yeah, oh, Batman no. and Robin. Also, shout out, and I'm totally blinking on her name right now, um, Lucas's little sister. Oh, yeah, Erica. Oh, yeah. Erica, she killed it. Like, apparently, she wasn't even supposed to have that much screen time, and she was just so great on... Like in all her scenes that they kind of added more and more for her. Yeah. And I'm glad they did. It was really good. Like the whole thing was fantastic. The way they Your incorporated nerd. everything. I know. Like it's like it's like, you know, like not only do you know math, you know math really, really well. Yeah, too. And well. it's like and yeah. my little pony. Yeah. Oh man, I will say though, Netflix <laughs> I think they found the perfect amount of time. Eight episodes. Yes. That was this so was, good. Yeah, we mentioned it before that the mm-hmm. pacing was perfect all the way up until the end. It was funny because episode six, we were watching it and there's like so much is happening. I had to check my phone and just check my Netflix app because I was like is this still the same episode or do we skip on to the next one? That's like OA. When you watch OA, you don't know what episode it is. Yeah. OA is more along the lines of uh, Legion than it is uh, Stranger Things, yeah. though, because you're like, what's happening? Should I know? Am I supposed to know? I, I, I don't Did someone I drug the know. water? Yeah. I was going to say, I love a good show where you can watch the storylines, you know, connect and weave together and you can see them all about to come together. Mm-hmm. It's just so cool. Yeah. I, I do love that, too. It's like everyone's off doing their own thing. It's like, come on, connect, connect, because you have information that that guy has that needs and, like, you need to just all go together. And when they do, it's like, Boom. I'll be perfectly honest, though. There were 15 quote-unquote main characters in this show. Mm-hmm. And I I was like, there needs to be a bloodbath at the end. I think it's just the Game of Thrones sort of uh, yeah. in me right here. It's like, no one's safe ever in any in, in any show ever. And it comes down to, it was like, when it was, o- I was, I don't want to say disappointed that there wasn't a bloodbath, but when there was only a couple of people who, who died, I was kind of like, I really expected there to be just like, just destruction and like tons of people because there's so many characters for them to uh, waste. I mean, they wasted the entire paper so the newspaper doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> How did you feel about them leaving at the end? Did that help kind of like fulfill that at all? Kind of. Um, it's one of the whole like, seriously, how many times does crap have to go down before you move? Yeah. <laughs> right. no, and most people are oblivious to it. And they, they let it in towards the uh, the uh, the next season because the next season they say is going to be the last one quote yep. unquote I've yeah. heard that uh, it and gives them an a, American and it gives them a reason to come back uh, because they said oh maybe we can come back for Christmas and you know maybe not around <gasps> the time I think that it's going to be everyone's coming back for Christmas and maybe the American is the old uh, present that the, helps them bind them together that'd uh, be cool every, who thinks it's Hopper everyone thinks it's Hopper I was going to say I thought he got <laughs> banished, or banished to the, 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 uh, the what do you call it the dark zone or whatever that oh, yeah. they make memes about. But yeah, because he's on the other side of it spinning or whatever. And I'm like, oh, that could be like the whole... Ooh. And it's like, here's the deal. It's like in comic books. 
if there's no corpse, he's alive. He's still alive. <laughs> right. And uh, some people think it might be Eleven's uh, quote unquote dad. Oh, actual, Papa. actual. Yeah. No, no, no. The uh, the doctor. Oh, yeah, the doctor. Because in season two, um, when they were attacking the dude, uh, yeah. that was one of the guards. He was still around. He, well, he said he's like, no, no, no. He's still alive, which could have been a BS to try to get him to save his own butt. Yeah. Or it could be true, and it could be him. That's what other people are speculating. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting <laughs> to do that. Also, uh, as a little note, you can either look it up online, uh, or if you want to just dial it yourself, Murray. Bowman's phone number is an answering machine that, I mean, because it's not a voicemail yet because it's still the 80s, but it has a recording of his answering machine saying some stuff that may or may not be hints towards either this season or Last what season. may be coming up. Yeah, season. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, side note, I was surprised at how much I loved him. Yes. In this, like as yeah. a character. I thought he was just going to be a throwaway, whatever. And like, we just go to him when we need him. I loved him. And him with uh, Smirnoff, a.k.a. Yeah. Alexi. Yeah. Uh, they were perfect. They, it was a cute. When, when Alexi died, like my wife was like, oh, no. And I'm like, why? Oh, no. He's an evil Russian that's defecting because it's the best for his own self-preservation. He's not a good guy. But if you look at him and you look at his mannerisms, he's a child. Yeah. He's a big old child. Yeah, he's a, yeah, I Just mean. Just the way he yeah. sucks on his slurpy like. <laughs> like you look like a smug teenager, and also to the simple fact of the man, he he got conscripted into this, into the Russian science project, and like like either he does this or he dies, yep. or he doesn't, and well, and you know, he, just and he dies. dies, yeah, yeah, and he dies, and so like if he does it right, he he lives maybe until he does something wrong again. So I can understand why he gets out of it. He loves America, he loves the cartoons, he loves all of that sort of stuff. So I love that he won his Woody Woodpecker. They try to make him as Lovable. someone that, that you love and I'm just like dude he's still just a bad guy which is also still why I'm guy. not mourning too bad yeah. but it still is like <gasps> <laughs> so um, yeah yeah so no more talking about any yes. other stuff we just talked about Stranger Things for the uh, whole thing so sorry say, if there was spoiler stuff but uh, oh, I was just gonna say Archer is Archer in Final Space you need to be watching it is hilarious and it is bloody and you know most people when they say lol via texting you don't really change your face yeah i am actually laughing just out cackling loud. and making dumb noises i'm like what the f is wrong with this show? that is awesome are you gonna buy any more plushies or anything along those lines no, i'm good with mine okay <laughs> although i'm like it's been stolen by some little kids so oh. by stolen i mean they have marked their territory with drool oh and yeah that's that's just so that's, it's gone he needs yeah, to go to the yeah, wash gone forever <laughs> uh well vicky before we go i guess it's now time for the geek sheet with vicky b vicky what do you got i got some tv news actually all right one uh i, I don't really care about oh well, maybe <laughs> we will we've got some tv news that i don't give a crap about well because i haven't watched any of the newer seasons oh okay so what? apparently it was announced that marvel's agents of shield will end after its seventh season on oh ABC. yeah yeah i don't really care that much either but yeah, i haven't been keeping up with it because it's just so hard and that's one of those things where it's got I know a it gets better ton of episodes people say it got better i came back when uh the whole hydra captain america winter soldier stuff went down i thought that was fantastic and then i just i haven't cared and it's one of those things where if you've got a show that has over 20 episodes a season, I'm sorry. I'm just not going to watch it. It's just too Appa- much. Apparently, there's only, a, they say going into season seven, they only have 13 more stories. So I'm wondering if that means 13 more episodes instead of like a big long. Okay. I'm hoping. But, I mean, I'll see how it ends and see where they go with it. 
I mean, you can just watch the recaps for like half those episodes. You'd probably be fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm at well, the point where I might actually just bite the bullet and do it, even I though just, I hate that. I listen to this podcast and then I get uh, everything I need to know from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. From BJ? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's a, but for me, the, the uh, I need to finish. Yeah, the like, completionist the, in you. Mm-hmm. I get that. That's um, how I'm doing with Legion right now. I know we talked about it a little bit, but man, I just, I have to finish it, even though I don't know where it's going or if I'm going to like yeah. it. <laughs> it's yep. the last, it's the last season. You you have to, right? Right. I, and the more I binged it, yeah. I, it got better. <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, other cool movie news. I know we were all very disappointed in the last season of Game of Thrones. Yes. Now, <laughs> visually, no. Story-wise, absolutely. They hit the fast forward so they could go direct their Star Wars movies. But, you know, hey. There was some really awesome moments. And I know that we got hit in the feels a lot. Mm-hmm. One of those moments was for Gwendolyn Christie's character, Brienne of Torth. Oh, when she got knighted. Yes. yes. Like, just in general, she got lost her virginity and got knighted. Like, she's living the dream. <laughs> two for two. <laughs> well, apparently... She submitted herself into Emmy consideration, yeah. and she's getting the nomination. Yeah, like HBO didn't submit anybody from Game of Thrones for Emmy nomination consideration, and so there was her. I think Alfie Allen did as well, mm-hmm. and one other character, one other actor, submitted themselves so yeah, they could get nominated. That's yeah, awesome. and she's uh, nominated herself for Best Supporting Actress in a Drama Series. Yes, absolutely, that makes sense. And so. Uh, Someone wrote, it's like now in HBO's defense, I'm not sure if there's really a cap on how many actors or series a network can submit for the Emmys. And it says, after several minutes of Googling, I was not able to find the answer. However, consulting a coworker, apparently the limit does not exist. So uh, we don't know so why, why HBO didn't do why it. Why wouldn't HBO do that? Unless they really just like, we should just kind of duck down and quietly leave. And that was one season. of those problems because, I mean, Game of Thrones for the Emmy noms. Here's another thing that's very interesting on this. It is getting more Emmy nominations than any other show. Mm-hmm. And and it, it, it deserves it on yeah. a lot of the technical and the acting prowesses. Now, the storyline, it got rushed. But at that same point, like it can be disappointing, but it can still be good in its own way. But right. it was so amazing those first, what, six seasons mm-hmm. that you kind of got to give a little bit of a pass there. Well, that and just I, I, if you base it off the per- characters' performances alone, some of these characters you are like, oh, my God. Like, for example, Gwendolyn Christie, like, I adored her. I love seeing her whole story. So I think she came in season two, and she has stuck along this uh, this long. And I think she definitely deserves the award. And I even give, as much as we hated that character, I really would give Alfie, I would, definitely he deserves the nod, because from going from a character you were annoyed with to somebody you hated, yeah. to someone you pitied, to somebody who you were rooting for... Like, that's pretty incredible. And it was the the actress that played Melisandre who uh, also put in their own nominations. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing with this. I was looking online the on... Witch, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, on The Hollywood Reporter, there is a fee to submit oh. of $225. Oh. Now, HBO is a multi-million dollar company, so why can't you just spare like 225 bucks per these guys? Um, but it seems like the they bit the bullet, their reps put in for them on all of those, so now they're going to be all nominated. Is there a way to submit for your entire show? Like just do it actor and actresses... Uh, I think under certain uh, categories, categories, like like best best drama. Yeah, yeah, like that. But if you want uh, best supporting actor in a drama or best guest character in a drama, which was uh, uh, Carice Van Houten, who was Melisandre. See, that's going to be so hard. Like, it's one of those things where, yeah, like you get... 
you don't get 32 nominations by only putting in 32 nominations like uh, Game of Thrones did. They probably put in thousands of thousands of dollars in there. But I still don't understand why you wouldn't even put in for some of these characters that had some some of the best stories. Like like Brian and uh, I, I just want to call him Reek. Poor guy. Poor uh, Theon. Uh, both of them, like, they have very good and satisfying arcs with actors who did amazing jobs. So why wouldn't you want to, you know, showcase them and show that off? Every main character that was in the story from, you know, even maybe the first three seasons that are still alive into the last yeah. season. I mean, they probably all could deserve it. I don't think there was a single actor or actress that I thought did a poor job. And that... You're not wrong. Like I'm like trying to think of all of the like there was nobody that I like rolled my eyes when they were on the screen in Game of Thrones. I think everyone killed it and yeah. killed other people too. Uh, <laughs> but one more thing about Game of Thrones, I thought this was awesome. I just literally found it when I was on this original article about uh, Gwendolyn Christie. Uh-huh. Apparently, Sophie Turner auditioned for Game of Thrones without her parents knowing. <laughs> she was 13 years old when she started playing yeah, Sansa Stark. They were youngins. Uh, so apparently what happened was uh, that like the casting director for Game of Thrones went around to different schools and auditioned students, and she just kept getting callback after callback. Um, and so she was talking about her friend's audition because they thought it would be a fun kind of jokey thing to do. But she was the only one who moved forward and kept moving forward all the way until to the top. Yeah. And the, her parents eventually found out when she was in the final round. Oh, I was going to say when she's cast and she's like, right. Mom, so, Dad, I need a ride. Where? To filming of what? <laughs> Game of Thrones. What's that? What's that? <laughs> yeah, and it's like her mom was hesitant to let her continue, but her dad said she has to do this because it's her dream. Yeah, and that's one of those things. It's like when parents are just like, no, we're not going to let you do that. I mean, like, Why? Like, at this point in time, like, why? Because it's too much of a burden on you to help out your child realize their dream? Get out of here. But then, like, you always worry about the scams, too. Because when I was in high school, it's like, hey, spin this wheel and you get a gift card or whatever to one of your favorite stores. You just have to put your name and your phone number. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I put in my cell phone because I had just gotten a cell phone. I was 17. And now you get a million calls. I got a call. And they're like, oh, so one of our reps recently saw you at the mall. And uh, they really liked your look. We're from a modeling agency. And this is me, my oh. self-esteem at the time. I'm like, I'm a chubby kid. I wasn't that chubby. But look, at the time I thought yeah. I was. I'm like, I'm a chubby, weird looking kid. You're not going to. And I'm just like, okay, how much is it going to cost me? <laughs> like, well, well, they were just trying to like not. I'm like, well, yeah. no, it's, I'm like, how much is this going to cost? Yeah. And, and they, they couldn't. So I'm like, sorry, no thanks. Yeah, exactly. At least you were smart enough to see that. I mean, I remember it was one of those things and it was like an, a magazine. It's like, you can try out for this contest and uh, all you got to do is fill out this word puzzle and, you know, send in three bucks or whatever. So I <laughs> send it in and they send me back a thing. It's like, oh, you've made it to the next round. This one's a little bit harder. It wasn't. And then it was another, you know, couple of bucks. And then, you know, like eight weeks later and a bunch of different ones are like, you're in the final round. Go ahead and do all of this. And then that was when I realized that, A, it was a scam. And B, people use stupid words like on Words With Friends, like Chi, Q-I. And those are words that count, which is BS. Rev doesn't win. It's Sorry, I got, I got really mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, That's uh, fair. It's I didn't, okay. I didn't win. And I Did you make it to the final round? Oh, yeah, of course I made it to the final <laughs> round, because that's how they get you. Ah, so, yeah. I don't know. Hey, Rev, can I have $5? Uh, no. <laughs> Is there anything else you got over there, Vicky? Unless you want me to read some memes. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. We don't need any memes. Maybe uh, maybe on Wednesday's podcast. Okay. There's a great meme of Rev with $5 in his hand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take my money. You. And don't do, yeah, don't get me anywhere with that. Well, until Damn next it. time, guys, stay nerdy. <laughs>
Your inner geek wants to come out and play. But where to go? Join Vernon Wells, the ultimate club where you and your fellow geeks can hang out, play games, and just nerd out 24-7. Whether you love RPGs, video games, or are just a major fan of sci-fi and geek culture, Vernon Wells has something for everyone. Let your geek flag fly at Vernon Wells. Sign up today and see for yourself. VNW.club. That's VNW.club. 